Welcome to the Calabici Fashion Cast. I'm Claire, and I forgot my name then. <laughs> That's Miss Cheese Brain, oh no. I'm Claire, joining me are, oh man, my two little pink slips, Brad and Terry. <laughs> I'm going to race for you guys, I'm going to race for you. I don't know if that means you own us, or we own ourselves, mm. or we just no, own I own you, okay. I own you, oh. you're my, you're my pink slips. <laughs> Slavery, slavery, guys. <laughs> Please don't lose me to like a a, a gross dude. <laughs> I'm gonna lose you to a young Jason Priestley. <laughs> More on him in a moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we have two very special guests with us today. We have Ian. Hi. And we have Mac. Hi. Hi, guys. Yeah. So what are we? Are we your two cans of nitro? Um, you can be my two little, I don't know, colour TVs or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Um, Brad, yes. are you glad that we've watched the Fast and the Furious movie now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Can't wait to talk about that Tokyo Drifting. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's I that? do what? not get it. To, like, Fast and Furious, I, I, like, one of my best friends, obsessed with those films. I don't get it. Did you I've never seen it? them. Are they just like this episode of Quantum Leap? Are Parts they exactly it? like it? We've only watched the first one. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. But it was um, pretty exciting. We want to watch the yeah. others. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know what Tokyo Drift means, but I like to pretend I do. <laughs> but there was definitely Tokyo Drifting well, in this I, episode. I, but before that, we have to watch Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. <laughs> Isn't there like 12 films at this point? Like, oh, yeah. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. Uh, we're not sure how one relates to the other, or when, if they do. <laughs> when I, when well, I, when... I know that the fifth film is actually a prequel to the preceding four films, but they oh made it. Oh my god! <laughs> um, when oh, I went to see, uh, sorry, no, um, no, yeah, 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 something like that. Anyway, when, when I went to see Rogue One, I saw the trailer for the new one. And I didn't understand that it was Fast and the Furious until um, they sold the title. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people from Fast and the Furious in this. Oh, this is one. All I, all I know about those films is it's, like, cars, and then, like, it's people shit-talking, and then, like, I think you, I've only seen the trailers, and I think, like, in one, Dwayne Johnson's a goodie, and then he's a baddie, and then he's a goodie, and then, like, Jason Statham turns up, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna race some cars, I am! And then, like, at the end of every trailer, they're like, it's about family. And that's, like, every trailer. Wow. Is that, is that a good summation of I the mean, films? I feel like it was about I, family. I feel like time. I've seen the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> don't, need to, don't need to watch any of them now. The first half an hour, that Michelle first Rodriguez movie is just people talking nonsense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure what they were saying or what it meant. But I was very interested in it. Well, <laughs> was nice. yeah, I'm fairly certain in three movies' time or whatever it is, they'll be in space because they keep on upping the ante. <laughs> oh my god, Fast and the Furious, Fast and Furious on Mars! Oh, amazing! <laughs> Talk about some Tokyo I... drifting. I just... 
I've got some exciting news. What? Before we get started. Well, well, Tammy, you already know because you're part of our amazing Facebook page. Uh, oh, true. group, sorry. Which everyone should join. So I'm pottering around yesterday um, with uh, one of my friends in a little thrift shop. And then I spy a little bargain on the yes. top shelf. And I was like, hmm. What, what's that? That looks interesting. Five pounds later, I have six Quantum Leap novels in my possession. <laughs> Yay! I saw that post. <laughs> so excited, guys. I have The Wall, Too Close for Comfort, Odyssey, Heat Wave, Carney Knowledge. That's right, Tammy. Ooh, we know all fun. about Carney Knowledge, don't we? <laughs> I, I think we have all the Carney Knowledge I can <laughs> we handle. We have all those Carney sure. Knowledge. And <laughs> Random Measures. Random oh. Measures. Sam looks very strange on the front of the cover of that one, as well as the front of Odyssey. He looks like the love child of Scott Bakula and David Hasselhoff. It's oh. very, very strange. In yeah. Carney Knowledge, does Sam have to do the blow off? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carney Knowledge, I'm really, I'm really excited about because I think out of the ones I have, it's the only one that doesn't say what the story is on the back of it. Oh, hang on, here we go. Trapped in the body of a 1950s carnival worker, Sam Beckett learns the true meaning of thrills and chills. According to Al, <laughs> Sam's holographic contact with the future, a roller coaster will derail in four days. The accident will result in seven deaths, and Sam's chances of stopping it are do, 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 one in a million. Oh, he's in Final Destination! <laughs> Basically, Final <laughs> Destination, yeah. How far back can this guy leap? Um, I don't know, but there's one where he's in the body of a six-year-old girl, because I had a look very quickly. Let me find it. Uh, which <laughs> I was very excited awkward. about to read. The one called Odyssey, the cover, um, someone on the Facebook group pointed out that it's a different cover to the American one. So it's Sam looking like the love child of David Hasselhoff and Scott Bakula and Al. But then at the very front, there's like this weird, it looks like Legolas from Lord of the Rings, because he looks like Orlando Bloom with like the long hair. And he's wearing a toga. And he's holding a lightning bolt, and he's got a nipple on display. It's this random kid. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's very strange. Um, Maybe he yeah. jumps into the future in that one. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, so the one that's called The Wall is Germany 1961, a rigid world of dangerous politics and strife. The Berlin Wall is under construction, and Dr. Sam Beckett has leapt into the life of a six-year-old girl. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> wow. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I will. I will report back on these. Like, no worries. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> They'll take me all of five minutes to read each. I think so. <laughs> there will be reports on them. Nice. All right. Well, we've put it off long enough. It is time for sixty-second summary. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, thank God, Ian's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, I. Yeah, I always we'll get it done. I think you might as well throw the randomizer out. Yeah, we'll see if Intro to X has cursed you, Ian, all the way through <laughs> Calabici Patrick <laughs> As long as it's not me again, damn it. Uh, <laughs> all right, all of our names are on a list, and click, 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 click. <sighs> no way! It cannot How? possibly. How? How? <laughs> You've inherited my curse. I love it's you, so randomizer. <laughs> I, I love randomizer. Four, I've not had to do it yet. <laughs> at least four times so far. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I haven't started keeping track of. Uh, I think I tr- started to like the first two episodes, and then I stopped keeping track. Uh-huh. Um, all right, Brad, you know what you got to do. Uh-huh. You got to be a brave heart. You've got to get in there and give us a summary in one minute. Be a true minute. blue hero citizen. <laughs> if uh, if you go uh, too far over under a minute, um, Claire, what kind of chump will he be this week? 
You'll be a married to Bobby chum. Oh boy, Brad. <laughs> you gotta fight for your life in that one. <laughs> so, <Seriously. laughs> Alright. Uh so tell us what this episode's about in three, two, one, go. Alright, so it's uh sixty-one and Sam's leaped into like some like a uh, um acne faced uh, teenager with like a shitty car and everyone's about uh racing and shit and all kinds of stupid drag races because I guess that's what people did when you were like I don't know like in the sixties and bored as shit. Uh, it's fucking weird. Um, yeah, Sam's sister is gonna marry a douchebag, like and I don't know why because he's the fucking worst and he's a drunk and like he hits her. Um, but she wants to join the Peace Corps. Um, but they're getting married like in three days. Um, uh, Sam meets little Michael Jackson in the weirdest <laughs> scene ever. Um, <laughs> A lot of people wear some bullshit, and then uh, Sam ends up racing uh, to piss off the guy so that he'll flip out and his sister will realize that the guy's a douchebag. I don't really understand how that works. It's Al's (laughs) idea, and I guess Al understands it, and somehow it works in the end, because Sam has nitrous. The end. (laughs) One minute. Good job. Awesome. Ian tried to crash India there, but you took Seriously. your drift out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. You know, Ian, he... if you really wanted to do the 60-second on... summary, you could have. I had my 60-second summary nearly prepared because I was going to go into the whole thing of it's the wrong kind of drag race with RuPaul nowhere in Saudi. Oh, if it RuPaul turned up for the drag race, I'd be I'd be so happy. <laughs> RuPaul's drag race the best. It is. <laughs> Nice. Um, it, the I... ending just involved like like Cameron and Bobby just dragging it up <laughs> and wearing fabulous fashions and and bitching each other out. Oh, amazing! Uh, nice. Uh, time for uh, some fun facts, Claire. What you got? Yeah. Well, I had the little intro for the uh, episode this week on the DVD, and in the intro, Scott Bakula uh, talked a little bit about uh, my friend and yours, Jason Priestley. Uh, working with him and he said on the first day he worked with Jason Priestley and he went home and said to his wife this kid has got it he's going to be the next Eric Roberts (laughs) and he he and Jason Priestley have been friends since I love it so much (laughs) I don't think they mentioned it during the episode but according to the IMDB his character's name is Pencil yeah Pencil yeah I noticed that in the subtitles does he have a pencil in his mouth all the time Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. Or... I don't know. But guys, he's going to be the next Eric Roberts. Wow. For him. Star of uh, a talking cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got, we've got uh, to look forward to him playing the next uh, regeneration of Missy then. Oh, God. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll be playing the master. <laughs> oh, man. I always forget Eric Roberts played the master yep. at one point. Oh, yeah. I forget yeah, he's around oh. for the occasion. Mm. Well, um, in, in, in other trivia, this week we didn't get a sad sack Al story, but we got a sad sack um, Sam story because yes. we learn all about his sister um, who married, uh, got married when she was 17 um, because she wanted to get away from the farm and her husband was a drunk. Uh, so, yeah, sad sack Sam story. Um, there's so many Al outfits in this in this episode, mm-hmm. but, we'll just um, but one of the those. things... Oh yeah, one of the things they say is um, this: in this episode, you don't see Al going in or coming out of the imaging chamber, which I never realised. I was like, oh yeah, that's true. Um, and in the kiss with history, Sam and Jill add nitrous oxide or laughing gas to the intake manifold to give it an extra boost. And also, Sam meets little Michael that's Jackson. Like a 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't get that either. <laughs> um, but I like as well that on uh, Owl's Place, they have best scene, worst scene, and best scene is like this scene that they've written. But for worst scene, the person who um, who filled this this one out for this episode, I'll check their name in a minute, all they wrote was, there is no bad scene in this episode. It brings back memories of golden days past. I smile, and you can probably figure out how old I am. <laughs> I was like, aww. <laughs> Uh, and that was Carol. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. <laughs> nice. Uh, Brad, uh, wow. what happened? <laughs> what happened I'm on the g- history? So, guys, uh, we are going to uh, uh, June of uh, 1961. June 6th. Um, Carl Jung died this day, so there's that. Uh, rest in peace. Um, so, um, but guys, I, we got to talk about the war, obviously, uh, because... June 7th, the war began um, that we all remember. The war in Taro? California's war against the Japanese beetle began with the discovery <laughs> of, one of, the, of one of the pests feeding on a flower on the grounds of California State Capitol in Sacramento. Oh. It was soon discovered that an infestation was imminent. For the next four years, the state worked on, on preventing the beetles from becoming established with the risk of hundreds of millions of dollars being lost if even 5% of California's fruit crops were destroyed. After four years, the beetle was declared eradicated. You see, when you mentioned Japanese beetles, I thought you (laughs) were talking about a... um, Yeah, Amazing. Oh no, they were eradicated. Oh no. Oh, Japanese Ringo, he fought till the very end. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese Ringo was the best. Um... (laughs) Also, uh, um, in movies, uh, we got The Parent Trap, uh, Raisin in the Sun, and uh, Elevator to the Gallows. So, what was oh. that? I've never heard of Elevator yeah, to the Gallows. I've heard of that. Sounds great, oh, though. Yeah, I'm down. What was Raisin in the Sun? Is that a California Raisins film? Because <laughs> if so, ah. Raisin in the Sun? Yeah. What is it? It's a play. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Wait, who's in yeah. it? I've never heard of it. Well, the film has uh, Sidney Poitier, um, Louis Gossett Jr., it's like the uh, the black family that's trying to buy into the the white neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Super famous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong right with me. Well, I got I got Swiss cheese brain this week. Uh, Jerry Jerry Blank was Mama on uh, Strangers with Candy <laughs> in yes. the uh, all white <laughs> adaptation of Raisin in the Sun. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> So good. <laughs> and then they uh, they tell the uh, the black kids like, sorry, we don't have any uh, roles for you, so you y'all be playing trees. I've got uh, some facts of what happened on June 6, oh. nineteen sixty one. Okay, go ahead. Episode episode one forty eight of the Jack Parr show aired. Jack's guests are singer-actress Diane Carroll, labor union leader Walter Ruther, comic entertainer Charles Dornan, comedians Jack E. Leonard, and Cliff Arquette. Plus, episode 236 of Captain Kangaroo aired. Captain Kangaroo talks about a time when he visits an exhibition of clocks. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was also a... (laughs) <laughs> There's also a uh, the American Wrestling Association had some bouts that took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, b- the matches between Bouncing Burke and Little Beaver and Fuzzy Cupid versus Pee Wee James landed in a draw. Little Beaver. <laughs> They're all uh, four feet tall. Oh boy. No, Little that's Beaver not just makes me think of Dreamcatcher, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, maybe think of Dreamcatcher too. Now, Fuzzy Cupid's four feet tall, but Little Beaver and Pee Wee James, they're four foot four. I'm going to be sick. 
<laughs> also, did you know that June 6th is Atheist Pride Day? Is it? What? It's oh. also Drive-In Movie Day. day. <laughs> it's National Hunger Awareness Day, National Yo-Yo Day, and National Gardening Exercise Day. Gardening Exercise? Just imagine the day you'd have tried to celebrate all of those. <laughs> It's a busy day. <laughs> it's not. It's not uh, National Applesauce Cake Day. That's June fourth. Don't be stupid. <laughs> um, according to this website, I'm looking at. It's also National Holiday of Sweden. <laughs> I guess unnamed holiday of Sweden, but uh, whatever. Look, Sweden just likes a good holiday. They don't care what it's for. <laughs> also on the same website, it says it's Doomsday. Um, in parentheses, weekday. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so. Oh, and uh, Claire, the top song of the time is Running Scared by Roy Orbison. Yay! Our good friend. Love it, Roy. All right, it is time to get into the episode. Take it away, guys. Uh, <laughs> so, well, can I say something weird at the start first? Because, you know, we get our, our little montage, the intro to every episode that takes about 20 minutes. I'll allow it, um, Counselor, but you're on stiff ground. Oh, 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 oh no, okay. Uh, so, in that bit where we see, like, Sam, like some of the previous leaps, at one point we see Sam at the end of the cowboy episode, you know, when they're laughing at Buddy Holly and going, oh, him and Al, he leaps and he leaps to him into himself at the start of that episode when he's holding the pig. I was like, you can't have a leap into the start of the episode. That's weird. So, he's yeah, just, that uh, kind of threw me a lot. Yeah. Uh, the first time he laid eyes on that pig. Yeah. All hearts appear above him. <laughs> um... Uh. But yeah, at the start of this one, he's Sam's in the car and oh, um, looks in away. the mirror. He's got all the all the braces on his teeth. Oh. And someone life. with uh, multi doctorates and a quantum physicist says he's in he's a dog. But uh, what dogs an awful phrase to be using even in 1989, 1990, whatever it is. <laughs> but you can't make that sort of judgment when you're a dog and <laughs> got picked on in school yourself. And you're you also a dog yourself. The way they look. <laughs> yeah. Also, orthodontia is expensive, so you should exactly. respect his parents for caring about his uh, health of his mouth. Just ah. think how amazing his teeth are going to look when those yeah. braces. I mean, they, a lot of kids. They a lot of kids have braces. They, they yeah. don't care that his sister is being beaten on a regular basis, but they do care about his teeth. So there's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Doctor Sam Beckett, we find out, does not like cigarettes. So I'm, I'm guessing he's not a smoker because he like almost th- throws the cigarette out the car. But didn't didn't he s- smoke something in the episode where he was the creepy teacher? Oh yeah, he was smoking a, he had a pipe, pipe, like a real ah, creep. Yeah, yeah. The teacher was raining. smoking. That that's basically lingering memories from the um doctor. I mean the teacher, I reckon. I'm just surprised you didn't have lingering men- memories of the teenager then, who obviously smoked <laughs> cigarettes. But okay, uh, so it's been a consistency to this. Yeah, H- has it really been established that the people he jumps into leap back into their own bodies? It's not that. Oh, it's not them leaping into their bodies though. It's them physically leaping back because Sam is physically there. Even though it would make more sense for them. To be for Sam to be leaping into their bodies, like I, that's what I always think every time I watch the show. But, but yeah, they're not. They, it's been they're established. Me what's happening. It, it's been established <laughs> because in the one episode he leaps into the 
the whatever the gangster guy hitman. that's the hitman. yeah frankie yeah frankie and then he leaps out and frankie's back in his well not in his own body he's leaped back when sam leaps into the other uh the but yeah even in but in that episode the, frank seems to not be able to remember what happened but oh, no, I'm no, sure, like, yeah. they don't remember you see i always point. kind of had, had it I, I thought it was that they kind of integrated the memories of what Sam did whilst he was there into their own memory. They wouldn't be able to though because it's not their memory as in it's not their brain. As if it was like the you know like him leaping into their body that might I mean it still makes no sense but it might make more sense but it can't be because it's not even their brain it's Sam's brain um He's just projecting the image of whoever he's he's swapped out for. I know what you mean, but I'm sure there's an episode somewhere where oh, they I'm remember sure there is. what's I'm that pretty episode. sure they bring it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's 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 times in the series where it you know it doesn't work either way. It doesn't. There's times where it doesn't work if it's like a brain swap or like a body swap thing, um, and there's times where it doesn't work if it is that he's physically there you know yeah it, it never works and just think about like how does it work when he shaves in the morning because <laughs> he's looking he's looking into a mirror and seeing the wrong face mm. yeah well that or um as he's leaping around he actually in between leaps it actually shaves him automatically in the leap Ooh, i mean it's, I, it's I the like same that. thing like how does al work if he's just a hologram projected in yeah in sam's brain but he's really kind of more ghost-like and can just hang around and it's, be wherever you see, I, I thought i thought it was kind of they're basing uh, um sam's brain pattern and he's uh, visual understanding of the world around him to extrapolate what the world is like when he's not around yeah, mm. but he hears and knows things that yeah. there's no he way he spies on other things going on. Yeah, I will he say, saves old like, women's it, lives. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's almost like the, um, the the science. Sorry, Brad, with the whole thing of the science not making sense really in Quantum Leap, I have never got that annoyed about it. I'm just kind of no. like, eh, well, it doesn't make yeah. sense, whatever. Because no. the science is so much a. Um, not it's not like the most important part of the show like because it's like every week it's a wacky adventure you know it's not it's um the sci-fi is kind of a backdrop for having all these wacky adventures <laughs> in different time periods you know and, and different genres and that kind of thing whereas in something like the x-files yeah yeah it's just so up its own butt about you know it's mythology that's when it annoys me yeah. when i'm like no no but this i can just go eh, it doesn't make sense whatever yeah, because the X-Files is always like, oh, no, 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 we, we know what we're talking about. Here, let us explain it for you. Oh, we just made it worse? Uh, well, here, let us explain it for you. Oh, we made it even worse? Here, let us explain that. <laughs> this show's like, yeah, this is how it works this week. Ah, uh, it fits. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember those books you read which actually explained everything and actually made complete sense? Yeah, that's not canon. <laughs> Look, all you need to do is listen to that 15-minute Chris Carter monologue on the soundtrack that was hidden, that hidden oh, track. God. That explains everything. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the episode. the deep tapestry of the X-Files, yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so, uh, you're gonna miss it. You're missing it. Uh, well, no. you're not gonna miss it for too long. It's coming back. So. Uh-huh. What you really want is you, you need uh, Sam Lee to leap into Fox Mulder and fix everything. I don't think Sam would be there for that long. I mean, I don't think he'd ever be leaping out if he tried to fix everything. 
<laughs> no, no, you've been there forever. No, it's really easy. You just take a gun, put it in your mouth, and pull the trigger. <laughs> Leap out. Yep. <laughs> um, what were you going to say, Brad? You were going to say so, something yeah, about the so, episode. So, uh, Sam finishes his little drag race. He loses. Um, and so he pulls into the fucking uh, uh, little... Uh, um, Drive up, uh, whatever. Driving. Drive in, yes. Uh, yeah. And so this is when we meet uh, Jason Priestley and these uh, <laughs> other guys. Oh, these guys are the worst. Like uh, when, because like when, like I put in my my notes. Oh hi, little Jason Priestley. Um, but when <laughs> when Bobby appears, it's like, hey Bobby, Bobby, hey Bobby, hey Bobby, 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 Bobby. Bobby. I was like, stop saying Bobby like a thousand times. Each of them says, hey Bobby, and then they just chart Bobby. And all the way through this episode, all Jason Priestley pretty much says is, Bobby, Bobby, hey Bobby, Bobby. God, like, Shut up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's in the room with the, us. The uh, wolf howl. <laughs> yeah, Tammy. The, uh, did actor, you like the actor who plays oh, Bob? By the way, is in one of Claire's favorite movies. Yeah, the, the director's cut of Daredevil. Oh. Is he? Who did he play? He's the no. prosecutor going up right. against yeah. uh, Matt Murdock. Oh, oh I know I recognize him from no, somewhere. Uh, and now my heart has grown three sizes in my chest. Oh, <laughs> oh, director's cut of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 and um, Jill, um, the the girl. That has a crush on uh, Sam's character. She was um she was on Arrow. What? She was a uh, John Barrowman's wife that gets killed. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, I recognize the girl who played Cheryl as well, but I couldn't place where from. I was I was getting like young Susan Sarandon vibes off of her. I don't. But I don't know where she's from. Know. But um oh, yeah. She's so she's a picture in IMDb. Oh, wait a uh, Bobby, by the way, is wearing a is wearing a green gold turtleneck and I wrote in my notes gross and I will confirm now I work in an art shop obviously and I do I do illustration and stuff and I had a, a conversation in the art shop with my colleagues and we were trying to decide what our least favorite color in the universe is my least favorite color is green gold it makes me want to vomit whenever I see it and Bobby is wearing a green gold turtleneck so first of all it's green gold second it's a turtleneck worst dressed can't stand it no not having it even having with it, guys. His, with his Impala's jacket? Well, now, Tammy, I I would quite like one of those Impala's jackets. I know. <laughs> and I thought maybe you would as well, because I know I, what a big I, supernatural I, fan you are. I would. Well, I'm a fan <laughs> of Impala's, but yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Supernatural. Mmm, yay, best show. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> got yeah. picked up for another season, I saw. <laughs> it's oh, gotten picked up for about 20 it. more seasons. They're, they're going to be it. very old. I mean, they've only died about 70 times now, so. <laughs> oh, euthanize it. Euthanize it, please. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't. Uh, can we talk about what Sam's wearing as well? Because I, I think he actually looks all right. Yeah. With, like, even though he's meant to be this, like, dorky character, but he's just wearing, like, these blue yeah, jeans with the little turn-ups, yeah. which everyone's wearing. But I quite like the, the shirt he's got on, like, this plaid, yellowy-orange shirt with the white... Um, it's not the uh, worst thing in the um, no. episode. No. A, a oh, I mean, shirt over a his... T-shirt is a classic look. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I mean, and it's better than his suit he wears later in the wedding <laughs> scene. Uh, there's a couple. Of, there's a couple of outfits that I don't understand in this app. Oh yeah, seriously. I first at first look, you think Cheryl in this scene is wearing a nice blue dress, but then you cut and you see it's got green checks on it. 
And it, yeah. the, blue, I, the blue I don't and the green didn't quite work together. Yeah. I don't mind anything that Cheryl wears in this episode apart from that wedding dress. Oh my god. My main oof. issue is with the hair. I can't. Yeah. The, I can't. Hair. the girl's hair in this. Oh, anyway, we'll get to it. The whole so, the, this is like where we see the gangs with their like grey jackets as well, the Impala gang. Um, and they were wearing their matching things. I'm getting like super, like, I'm getting super Grease vibes off this with like yes, the T Birds exactly. racing for pinks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're all a bit rubbish because these guys, because all they do is just be go, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Bobby's car. We've got Cheryl conveniently written <laughs> on the car <laughs> itself. I was yeah. like, wow, that's. That's commitment. I mean, <laughs> but what are, what are they calling? What are they calling Sam's car again? Oh, they call it the Mummobile. Oh yeah, the Mummobile. Like that car is not that bad. Like I was like, it's not like a. I mean, it's not obviously what they're driving, but it's not like a bad car. It's still pretty sweet. I mean, oh, I'd, I'd like to own that car, that. please. No, there's no Tokyo drifting in that. They tried though at no. the end. I mean, they won the pink, but it just. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, they... it looks it looks like a like um more like a a Christine car, you know, like a Plymouth yeah. Fury. I didn't actually see what it was, but it's a pretty sweet car. Uh. I would like a car where you can sit three people in the front seat without seatbelts. That'd be cool. <laughs> sit your little sofa. Uh, and then we learn that his sister got accepted to the Peace Corps, and they're doing—they're oh. going to that after uh, the wedding. They're going and to the, what's Cheryl wearing in the this seat? Oh, she's wearing a little blue dress, isn't she? Yeah. Like, like, um, yeah, as I said, like you were saying, good in, this, in this moment, but when he cut to her, when she's talking to Sam in you know a couple of minutes' time, you can really see these horrible green checky things on it it's it's just her hair i can't deal with like the hair because it like I, I, it's, oh, it's so hairspray round. we're in full hairspray it's so <laughs> round and there's all the hairspray like I, I don't understand and when we see the mum later all the hairspray and then when jill gets her makeover all the hairspray oh, no. i'm like no Oh. We're one. We're one of Harvey Firestein away from just turning into hairspray. <laughs> 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 you know who I liked was the waitress at the the drive-in. She had that yeah. little. Uh, she had like a a pink and white uh, outfit, and then a little pink and white scarf to match around her neck, and uh, roller, roller skates. skates. That's yeah. fun. She looked yeah. adorable. Yeah, I like. So that. the drive-in manager knows how to dress people. Yeah. No, really? I just, yeah, I think Cheryl's dress just looks like a tablecloth. Mm-hmm. Kind of... Yeah, I prefer her dress later. I like the um, yeah. the white and yellow. The one with the yellow roses on later, I think. Uh, it's just her yeah. hair. I just need to put a bag over her hair. Uh, so, <laughs> so these... I can't see it. <laughs> These a- these assholes like steal like Jill's purse and they're yes. throwing it around and like being this. the worst. Yeah. Oh, they're and, so awful. Yeah, and so Sam gets the purse back to her, um, and she runs off like crying. Um, and so in re- in payment payback for this, they decide to strip Sam and throw him in a fucking fast food dumpster. Fa- oh. A fast food dumpster filled with just paper. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and of course, Bob doesn't get his hands dirty. He lets his minions do the work for him. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Bobby says he can't because you know Cheryl will get mad at him. Which but I, Cheryl doesn't care yeah. about this. Um, this and she calls them. Oh. She says they're acting like a bunch of JDs. What's that? Yeah, I was like, what is a JD? Juvenile, juvenile delinquents. Uh, oh, that makes jo- sense. Josie thought it meant jumbo dorks. 
Maybe she said you're acting like a load of JPs, meaning little Jason Priestley. Oh. <laughs> Very accurate. And they would be right. yeah, yeah, one, one of them really is. <laughs> <laughs> Jill's wearing her like a super loose ponytail, which always annoys me. I'm like, either put your hair in a ponytail or don't. Don't have this loose, half white ponytail. It looks better oh. than it does at the end. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The I whole mean, this... throughout the episode is great until the end when yeah. she's just made into a doll. Oh, terrible. Yeah, Jill, yeah. Jill is, uh, she's interesting because like the way that they have her dressed is like a very tomboy look and you know mm. she works on cars and all this stuff which is it's fine but then they have her with the this mom purse and it's like yeah, yeah. i can't see that girl walking around with that no. purse so i mean also it's really weird like she looks she looks like she's eight at times it's yeah. very strange yeah. <laughs> she looks I... super young i mean i'm guessing the actress must be older because yeah, there's, I mean she's meant to be 16 yeah. they're not going to have Scott Bakula kissing a 16 year old at the end well that's weird. I was very she... uncomfortable at the end yeah. <laughs> I mean well, well, I think we see pro- Sam later he looks... profile says she's uh, born in 1974 so if this was filmed in 89 she would have been 15 or 16 no uh, oh I don't like that um but like we see Sam later like the first shot of him he looks like he's around 16 but we see him later in the bathroom and he does look pretty young so it's not yeah he looks super young but he's meant to be not... 17 isn't he yeah no I'm yeah. not a, I'm not opposed to the person that he leaped into kissing her I just was uncomfortable with it's, Scott yeah, Scott back. yeah oh agreed agreed yeah. But I'm just, like, weirded out because of, like, the way they're making her look tomboyish. Oh, yeah. It makes her look even younger than she is. Yeah. 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 Well, this is a lot like the How the Test Was One episode, where by the end, the woman has had her individuality stamped out, and now she's just a pretty <laughs> thing for the yeah for the yeah. guy. Yeah. That's a problem. I don't like that Cheryl, I mean, we're skipping to the end now, but I don't like Cheryl refers to that as, like, his present. Like, I left a present out there for you. As though, <laughs> my Ooh. present is making you this this girl look like more of a woman quote unquote for you it's like that's not good yeah uh, can we talk about Al though yes Al's first yes this is, a, this is the outfit this is the this is the outfit because silver jacket's back love the yeah. freaking silver jacket oh red not shirt. just the silver jacket the uh, sh- red shades as oh, well the red shirt red yeah the, the this white is our trousers, the red, yep yeah exactly and the red sunglasses I I cheered because this is one of the um like Brad when you were doing the album art this is one of the outfits you picked out and we're just like yeah but like it's just it's the best. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love Al wearing the sunglasses. And he's also got um, a cool silver brooch as well. He loves his brooches, that man. Yeah. <sighs> For some reason, this episode, like as I was watching, I was like, I remember every bit of this episode, and I don't know why. Like it's, I mean, it's I fine, do, but, <laughs> but like this yeah. one, I don't know. Like there is no part of it that was a surprise to me. <laughs> I'm not sure, but definitely over here, I think it was one of the ones that got repeated the most. Yeah. Where it was, um, there was also a lot of moments from this one in the the opening credits because yeah, there's the true. moment yeah. of the crashing the car and him as my sister's favourite bit, him scooting over the the hood of yeah. the car and punching Bobby at it's the end. Good, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what else is really good? Um, that cheeseburger Sam's eating looks fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Al thought so too. I mean, it's, it's, I just like, I was watching it last night. I was like, God, that looks really good. Maybe I'm hungry. I'm like, no, I mean, it's, I, I, 
I don't know. I just think the cheeseburger looks good. And I'm watching it now, and I'm like, that cheeseburger looks really fucking good. <laughs> it's cheeseburger time nice. for you. Oh, I had a cheeseburger yesterday. It was delightful. I might have to get a cheeseburger tonight. And I had a, che- a cheeseburger and a cherry vanilla Coke. Oh. Yeah. Combining what? my two favorite Cokes together. Well, the best. You can do that? Yeah. In Five Guys, you can. You can see, I love cherry Coke. I love vanilla Coke. Five Guys, you can get cherry vanilla Coke. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Oh, do they have one of those uh, self serving mix machines? Yeah, and they've got like every drink under the sun in it. So, were you excited though? Sam uh, was also drinking a cherry Coke. Yeah, because, you know, he's, he's a man of taste. <laughs> it's with a cherry Coke and like a fries and a malt, and they're going to bring him dessert. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Two I could go pinky for a burgers, a large order of fries, a chocolate oh. shake, and a cherry Coke. And then when they're finished, I'll come back with dessert. <laughs> yes. I could not eat. You can't have a cherry Coke and a malt together because, ugh, no. Uh, that's just wrong. This kid died a year later. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is when we get the little Sam, sad Sam story. And Sam sort of met because they're talking about Cheryl and what he's there to do. And then Sam reminisces about his sister, who's this, called like, Katie off the top I, of my head. How, ma- how many um, weddings is Sam supposed to stop from happening in this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe there's a huge... Next he's going to stop Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> That's really why he's stopping all these weddings, because there's too many people in the future. He's just got to cull the population yeah, a bit. Yeah, really. Yeah. That's his, his Has, big job. Sam, uh, in the future episodes, does he ever leap into somebody like I don't know off the top of my head just Mengla is like you can't leap out until you dot 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 yeah that would be awesome um, he, he does leap into in the wacky fifth season it's either the fourth or fifth season he does do you want spoilers yeah I don't care yeah. he does leap into Lee Harvey Oswald oh, yeah. in a two part oh good <laughs> oh hmm. that season the season where all the rules go out the window oh yeah yeah, yeah. In the, the fifth oh, season rules. is extremely wacky it's amazing yeah. <laughs> I love oh. it uh, I mean, Al's uh, bringing back to this scene. Al's, I think, actually doing a wonderful job in this scene because he's a good friend of Sam, so he must have heard this story before. Yeah. But for Sam, it's the first time Sam's telling Al about this, and so mm-hmm. Al's being a great friend here, listening and being caring about what Sam's telling him. Because Al's a hero. I thought the story was, like, so sad. When Sam tells the yeah. story, I was yeah. like, oh, God, that's heartbreaking. And then him talking about, like, that he should have known, and that was his sister, and, oh, God, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. So we, um, so Sam finds his way home, I guess. Um, and- <laughs> oh, I, actually, I have a question, sorry, because I've got it in my notes after this bit, but before he gets home, but I can't remember who said it. But, um, oh, no, it wasn't. It, no, I think it was at home. I think it was on the TV. So, yeah. Yeah. On, Brad. He's, I'll say yeah so Sam gets home and he's he comes in and Leave it to Beaver is on. And yeah. I, for, Sam is just finding this hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, um, are you OK, Sam? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, sure. What uh, the, the moment in the show where like because I've never seen Leave it to Beaver. Obviously, I've heard of it because cultural osmosis but like what like the older kid in it says sure she's pretty i ain't going steady with no owls i was like owls what are you talking about is owls like a term for girls who aren't pretty Um, is that a thing i didn't catch it i don't know Mm. there was no new episode of leave it to beaver on june 6 1961 just saying oh Oh. Oh, this fucking bullshit did i ruin the show for you (laughs) yeah forever 
Um, Everything's a lie. But, but, but if it was the June 10th episode of Leave it to Beaver, it would be Kite Day. Beaver gets into trouble when his, girl, when his friend Gilbert convinces him to testify a new kite that he and Ward worked hard to build for the father-son Kite Day contest. Mm. Oh, wow. Which one was Beaver, the little kid or the bigger kid? Yeah, yeah the he's the little kid. one. Yeah. Oh, the little one. Oh, okay, cool. What's um, the thing hanging from to... the ceiling? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't notice What was something. that? It's a, like a weird, like, hanging fountain thing. It's <laughs> really? like a birdcage made of water. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, yeah, what, the thing that sat that? for a minute and kind of laughs? Yeah. yeah, you're right, Brad. It was a birdcage made out of water. Uh, like, he kind of laughs one. at it. Yeah, he kind of laughs as if to go, oh, I remember these. And I was like, what the hell is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand at all. It's like that weird little fake waterfall um, ornament they have that's got, like, yeah. lights. So it looks like a waterfall in the uh, Great Northern in Twin Peaks. Oh, it's, like, what? super kitsch. Basically, um, mm-hmm. Sam leaped into somebody that stole the bottled city of Candor from Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay, we gotta talk about the father, because this yes. fool... Yes, <laughs> This fool wants to say... in this episode, oh. I can't. Yeah. Gross. 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 Yeah. And, like, he just starts, um, like, punching his son. And Sam, I mean, like, obviously it's Sam, but, like, Sam's just like, eh, don't... Don't do that. Like this, fool, I, I, this, this whole fool, thing of being like, eh, 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 like punch, punch, punch. I'm like, no. This fool wanders in in his underwear with a greasy fucking comb over, and it just starts punching around. Yes. Like, what is your life? See, I would yeah. say he's worse dressed, Claire. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll t- we'll discuss it at the end, obviously. But I'm gonna tell you, this dude pretty high up on yeah. the list. <laughs> pretty badly dressed, but I, I a, a green gold turtleneck, Harry. <laughs> Just saying. I you don't know my hatred for green gold. Uh, it's the worst color. The worst. Punching his kid around and laughing yeah. and having a good old time about it. <laughs> well, we he's the, not, the... Uh, like a brute, you know. He's not. He's oh, trying no, to show. He's... he's trying to show affection for his son. Yeah, he's not he's as bad as the other dad son. later. Oh um, no! Oh, d- yeah. Father, tiny eyes later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this father later when he sees the other one, he always he has this almost epiphany on his head of oh. I'm nearly as bad as this guy. I better write it in. I don't <laughs> really, because I, I got the impression. Oh, this guy's hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. I felt like him and the other dude are pretty much two peas in a pod because the look yeah. on his wife's face at the table, um, you know, Cheryl's mom's face. Both the wife's to, faces. Exactly. Tells me that he probably beats her too. Like this is just a thing. Yeah. It's gross mm. that they're both like just drunk, gross dudes. Oh, oh they're so gross. Okay. Uh, so so we... Um, we meet the mom. Yeah. Oh, before we meet the mom, I should say there is a light in the hallway when Sam's walking down the hallway. I really like it. It looks like <laughs> it looks like it's from like uh, the the bridge out of Star Trek, and it's on the ceiling, and it looks like a little UFO, and it's got like red, green, and blue lights on it. I was like, I want that light. It's cool. You, you get the light, I get that hanging waterfall thing, whatever the fuck Deal. that is. I want that thing. Deal. <laughs> Let's go ransack this house. <laughs> I'll leap into the mom, you leap into the dad. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, no. Because I'm not wearing that undershirt and that underpants. <laughs> oh, man. This mom. 
Oh like, no! Now I'm realising actually what we really need is we need someone like RuPaul to become a leaper to fix all the bad passions. Oh, RuPaul yeah. would be the best leaper. Ever. Well, next time you have Tim Gunn on the podcast, yeah. Tammy, can you have suggest to him on Project Runway they do a quantum leap challenge? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would they just pick a, a episode, or would they pick a point in time, like a very specific date? <laughs> like, mm. No, no, they just shove all the contestants into the quantum accelerator. <laughs> yeah, I would say the challenge would be to pick a quantum leap episode and do a runway uh, interpretation of oh, a look from that episode. <laughs> they'd have to use the fabrics from those times as well. <laughs> well, no, no, they have to use eighties fabrics. No, we're, oh. they're going to mood. They've got a budget of two hundred dollars. This is a one-day challenge. Oh, the, I love the fabric this mum has on her top looks like a lava lamp threw up on her top. Yeah, it but is it's bonkers. also got all the ruffles, every single ruffle ever. Oh, swirly yeah. ruffles um, everywhere. I know she's dyeing her hair, but it's just it looks like a really bad home hair dye situation. She's dyeing her hair, oh, yeah. yeah, but it's she's not, got like the dye she's got on her hands is like a really bright, bright red. That looks like the dye I use, and I've got like really super red hair. So I was like, yeah. what color is she dyeing this hair? <laughs> I thought she was cooking while she's doing her hair. I didn't know oh, that, was that she? Was... I thought that was the hair yeah, dye. I thought, I thought she was about I have to have no clue. No, well, it's a few days away from the uh, wedding. Maybe she's making icing for the wedding cake. <laughs> I, I, I thought she was just dyeing her hair, too, because, yeah. That's what mm. I figured she was doing. I mean, yeah, makes sense. Um, and so Sam she pulls out going and she. Yeah. She, fi- she's, uh, she calls Salmon because uh, she found uh, a Playboy. Yep. <laughs> and Sam's reaction, because she's like, what is this? And he's like, it's an old Playboy! We know, <laughs> we know Sam Beck is reading Playboys when he was a kid. He's so happy. Yeah, he was excited to see that Playboy. And yeah. his his mom only cared about the fact that the, um, what's it called? Hey, just were sticking together? <laughs> oh, gross. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she only cared about the fact that the cleaning lady found it. She didn't, I, I don't think she actually cared he had a Playboy. Nah. But that they were going to lose another cleaning person. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know why they probably are going to lose a cleaning woman is because when we go into his sister's room oh, no. and we see she say, has Brad. a clown calendar like oh, oh, what no, is that? Oh. terrifying we talked about that doll calendar last oh, week yeah. oh what? like that is nothing compared to this why why would you have this clown calendar okay, it's so terrifying Claire gets the lamp I get the hanging waterfall thing Brad you're taking the clown calendar no. Tammy we'll find something for you don't worry <laughs> Tammy, you Tammy, can have I'm the lava lamp dress. No, no, I don't want... I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. I've what, got a calendar. What, what, do you want, what do you want from this house? <laughs> I'm not sure. Tammy, you could have the signed picture of uh, JFK. Uh, uh, <laughs> the JFK poster is actually kind of nice for retro, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the it's the photo of him that's like right by her bed, and it's like I'm watch me and evil clown are watching you sleep. Good night. It's like oh Jesus. Well, uh, at least it was an addictions <laughs> campaign trial. Mm. Oh man. Yeah. Like, so the the oh, wallpaper what? in her room matches her, her fucking nightgown. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? Her nightgown. Oh. I wouldn't mind too much. Okay, I wouldn't mind too much. It's a pajamas. It's, it's like. Me. You are, yes, no, it's like the pajamas, but they're white with like pink and yellow flowers. I wouldn't mind that, fine, whatever. But at the ends of the arms and then the bottom of the waist, there's like little tassels like you would use to pull your curtains. Yeah, Yeah, I don't understand that. 
He, he did something about the late fifties, early sixties that they have to have ruffles everywhere. Oh, no, I'm not having it. And at least her hair is a bit more tamed in, in this mm-hmm. scene. She wouldn't be able to go to bed if her hair was like it was in the first scene. I like this scene though with uh, Sam and his sister here. And... Yeah, I like this nice. actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah she's nice. Sam's slightly. Cloaking his ears slightly, just about. He's he's, yeah, he's a bit out. better in this episode. Yeah, 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 definitely later with the whole fixing the car thing. <laughs> well, what do you think is a problem? Yeah, yeah. He's, and when he walks away from the table to talk to Al, yeah, he's he's learning. He's learning to cloak his shit. I have a feeling it never quite gets to the level it should be, but. <laughs> <laughs> But then what would we have to talk about, Terry? Yeah, really. <laughs> um, and this is when the sister is telling him that uh, Jill has a crush on him. And we find out that, um, what is his name? Cam? Cameron. Yeah, yeah Cameron. Yeah. That Cam also had a, a crush on Jill. So. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then is this when we just go to the next scene with uh, the... Oh, and he's already trying to like talk to his sister to make sure she goes to the Peace Corps and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in the next scene, we go to uh, 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 Sam and Jill working on the car. Yeah. Um, he gets her to fix things. Um, and then we go back to the house wait, wait, where wait, Al has been hanging out. Yeah, you breeze past the line where he goes, I felt like a newborn calf walking around his mother knowing there was uh, a there somewhere. Yeah, oh. that was a very odd oh. line. <laughs> Someone's been reading walking Holy Cow by David Duchovny. <laughs> oh. Doesn't he mean walking around a newborn born piglet or whatever? Because we know he likes his pigs. Oh, oh. Yeah, read Holy Cow by David Duchovny. Or don't. 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 It's your life. It's your choice. Um, so when we get back to the house, Al has been hanging around <laughs> because... Oh, they had a fucking um. I I, I, I don't would say, understand like, this. Someone explain this party to me that they have. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, sometimes you have a bachelorette party, and sometimes you just have a laundry, uh, a fucking um a lingerie, lingerie trying on, a lingerie trying on party. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I um, What is that? I know. I. Where your only guest is your mother. <laughs> That's weird. I'm no, not... there must have been other guests. Yeah, they, they've just already left, yeah, and yeah. Sam and Al's just still hanging around. Like I don't, it's a fucking creeper, weird. Yeah. Like a creep. So is Al just like with all of his free time, just like wandering around cities that Sam's at, just like <laughs> spying on people like a creep? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh... Al, don't be a creep. It makes me because I love you, Al. You know, you're a great human, but when you're a creep, I'm a bit like. <laughs> Oh. Um, he also I, thinks just, Tina would look good in that one number. <laughs> no, he says Tina would good, look, look, look good out, not wearing yeah. this. Yeah, but we're out of this number. Yeah. And um, I had to look up with Fredericks of Hollywood. I didn't realize they had been around for so long, but apparently... Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Been around since 1947. I was like, wow. <laughs> All right. This is Al Outfit 2. Uh, he's got black trousers, a grey shirt. The checkered braces are back. Hooray! And a black and silver tie. I like this outfit. I think he looks very smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, but then we get a not-so-great outfit. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yikes. This wedding dress. It's. I wrote in my notes, the wedding dress is so much cream satin and lace. So much. So much. That's my exact note. And ruffles as well. 
Mm-hmm. You could uh, make 12 that... dresses out of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder... That's really wise. Because that, uh, was, that was Bobby's mom's dress. That dress looked like it was from the 70s, which I was mm-hmm. very confused, because I'm like, that mm-hmm. dress would have yeah. been from what? The f- 40s? Thir- yeah, 30s, yeah. 40s? Maybe that's like... why her mom's upset. It's You're not going to go to your wedding in that! <laughs> Well, yeah, because she was supposed to be wearing her wedding dress. Why can't this girl have her own dress? I don't know. Yeah. But she was supposed to wear yeah, her seriously. mom's dress, but then Bobby's mom wants her, or Bobby wants her to wear his mom's dress, which would be weird. Why would you want your new bride to wear your mother's wedding gown? <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that. <laughs> so, but the, the whole with thing with Bobby and his mom is that weird. comes with wedding dresses. Yeah. The whole relationship between Bobby and his his like mum is weird anyway because later on like Bobby's dad is like talking to him about oh you know well I got your mum pregnant with you and oh, blah, yeah. blah 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 and it's just like oh I don't know it's just odd don't like it. Um, this is also when Sam sees the bruises on her neck. Yes. Mhm. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. That's so it's sad. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she. You know, and Sam confronts her about it, and she just already starts the, um, well, I fell stories, which, wow, that's so uh, fall. Weird fall. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what did I you fall? I fell onto on? his hand. <laughs> yeah. I fell I backwards um, onto my neck. <laughs> on two In that specific place. Of mm-hmm. something. With handprints. <laughs> Yeah, I fell. I fell onto a statue of some hands backwards. <laughs> don't they? Don't they say like in Buffy once though? Like when Joyce got bitten by a vampire, and like she says that they told her she must have slipped and fallen yeah. onto a salad fork. It was uh, um, a yeah, barbecue. yeah, uh, something like that. I yeah, think it's like more uh, what's it? A barbecue fork. Yeah. But they don't yeah. have any barbecue forks. <laughs> yeah, that was it. We don't have a barbecue fork. Oh, I love it. Um. But yeah, so they, so then Bobby shows up, Bobby, and um, um we gotta talk about Bobby. his outfit. <laughs> yeah, cause he's got this shirt with these two fucking weirdo white stripes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And it's like on the shoulders. Yeah, and it's almost a mock turtleneck. Like the the collar goes <laughs> a little too high for a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, it's really weird shaped. <laughs> And I couldn't tell if yeah, it was like a shirt or a sweater shirt or I couldn't tell what the fabric was on it yeah. either. Sam has an outfit like that later where I don't know what fabric it is and I'm like, <laughs> is what what is it a t shirt? Is it a sweater? Like I don't know. Could be both. Who knows? He's dressed like fucking speed racer. I don't understand. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I like, I love that Sam confronts the, um, confronts Bobby. Yeah. And he's like, oh, the marks on her neck look like when you hold someone's neck like this. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Sam's working through some shit in this episode. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, Bobby is not pretty, he's not very happy about, uh, what just transpired, but he leaves anyway. And then next is the rehearsal dinner. Oh, yes. Okay, I got a question. Rehearsal dinner, I kind yes. of understand why you might need to rehearse the um, ceremony so you know where you're standing, whatever. Yeah. Very quick thing of the dinner. Do, do you honestly, like, rehearse everything, like the speeches? Because they kind of go into some speeches. And then, like, also, I, I, that's I'm when Bobby... Yeah, and that's when Bobby gives her the gift, and I was like, this is this, this is weird. Like when my sister got married, we didn't even have a rehearsal. It's just like, well, I think the we, I think that some people I think some people do speeches like yeah. at the rehearsal dinner because you have just have the close family and friends there, exactly. so it's a little uh, bit more private. Close family and friends. I had about fifty people there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, everyone. It's, <laughs> rehearsal dinners are weird because 
I like for us, what it was was people who were actually in the wedding, the wedding party, and that was you know people who were actually at the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. That's who we fed. Like here's dinner, and um, I don't even rem- if there were speeches. Who knows? It was too long ago. I don't remember that shit. And so then, but for some rehearsal dinners, like I know that you invite people who came in from out of town as well. Like you have mm-hmm. it. It's a bigger thing. So it's people in the wedding and then fam like close family family members that are staying from out of town. Because I think that's how my brother's wedding was. So it was. And they did, I believe they did some speeches there too. And it was, I don't know. I guess it's whatever you want, basically. <laughs> yeah, maybe they had some people who could make the wedding, but couldn't make the um, main uh, meal afterwards. So they yeah. kind of ha- having this extra one. Yeah. Mm. I think him giving away the TV and his dad wanting to say, you know, tell, have him talk about the... Um, whole deal with them getting the house was more of them showing off. Like, that's the impression I got. It was mm. kind of like well, all for show. That and kind of, you know, he, uh, what's it? It's his name's dad. He's, he's worse than him because he's forcing his son to become him. Oh, yeah. Just... And also, if he's forcing him to become him, he's going to have to shrink his eyes because Bobby's dad has the tiniest, <laughs> tiniest eyes. <laughs> like he has, as I've said before, like with with other actors, he has tiny raisin eyes. They're so <laughs> tiny, <laughs> like Leonard Nimoy, tiny raisin eyes. <laughs> um, I love oh. that Sam is sitting at the kids' table. <laughs> oh, and drinks so some milk. Yeah, drinking yeah. milk. <laughs> Out of a and that moment where he's at the kids' table and he like goes to take the fork off the girl next to him, and she just hits him on the arm with her doll, and he just puts it back. <laughs> that was so funny. No. Um, yeah, I will say great. of the, of the uh, of the wedding crew here, Jason Priestley is dressed like a fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> you mean pencil? pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, uh, we start getting a real sense of Bobby's family and who's, his dad just showed up late to the rehearsal. Like, he basically missed the whole rehearsal. And I swear was wasted by the time he got there. Like, he pre-gamed the rehearsal and then didn't show up for it. (laughs) And, you know, and then we get his, um, whatever, Cam and Cheryl's mom who to me again i just feel like she feels bad for the other mom but it seems like she like she's in the same boat mhm and, yeah. and it's just sad cuz here are these two women in this terrible situation and they're just going to allow Cheryl to be in the same situation and yeah, it's just exactly. yeah uh, and it's just that it's true it's true then and it's true now that that happens and it's just gross yeah and sad exactly. i this is probably to talk about much more shallow things Tammy sorry oh no no that's okay. <laughs> this is probably my favorite one of Cheryl's outfits because I like this white dress yeah with like the little roses and the lemon sash and it's yes. just a, and the little string of pearls but it's just when we get up to her head I really didn't notice what Cheryl was wearing in this scene because I was just blinded by the sea of brown oh, what, oh yeah hair? No, every, <laughs> almost everyone else was wearing brown. Uh, well, especially Bobby's Bobby's parents were both wearing brown. Sam's got this brown jacket on. I think several other people were wearing brown as well. I liked Cheryl. No, uh, was it Cheryl's? No, Bobby's mum's dress. Oh, no, was it Cheryl? No, Cheryl's mum's dress. It was like blue and green. That looked really pretty. Yeah. That was the only other one I noticed. Uh, we get another Al outfit because Al turns up and he's wearing a super loose grey suit like a zoot suit 
<laughs> a grey and white striped shirt and a red tie and I was like oh ow like go back can you go back to your red <laughs> shirt and your silver jacket <laughs> um and let's see so is this when we get the bathroom scene is it time to yeah. go to the bathroom yet yeah, yeah I think it is, it is. what <laughs> what happened what I feel like well, I looked down I looked up and there was a dancing child and I don't know how it started yeah. or okay well first of all everyone's breaking my no talking in the bathroom rule yes, yes. <laughs> I love the dubbing for this little kid because like I mean as yeah. soon as we were watching this episode I was like oh it's the one with little Mark Jackson I couldn't wait for, for yeah. you guys to see it and what your reaction would be but I love this little kid just walks out of the stall and he's clearly dubbed because it's like it's like a grown up doing a kid's voice because it's like what are you talking about, mister? <laughs> I know. The, the, crazy thing is like, when I looked I? <laughs> the crazy thing is, when I looked up on IMDb, there's a bit of trivia saying if this was really Michael Jackson, he's three years old at this point. <laughs> <laughs> got some good moves for three-year-old Michael Jackson. I know. <laughs> Although Sam Beckett taught him everything he knows, this is what we learned. So, I mean, you're pretty much right, Tammy. You, you, you're you looking at the screen, you look down, you look back up, and there's a dancing child. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, both Josie and I were just like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is this? What uh, is I'm, I'm this just yeah, yeah, is this scene the inspiration for the dancing baby on Ali McBeal? Oh. Well, also, when they, when they cut to the kid doing the moonwalk, like, it's clearly, like, it's not a, a little kid. Uh, <laughs> like, why not either find a kid that can just do a moonwalk or, like, I don't I, I don't know, or just not do this. Like, <laughs> they didn't need to do this. Yeah. I love it. It's this whole scene so... was unnecessary. It's also, so random because, like, he does that first pose, like the little Michael Jackson, because Sam's kind of pulling a pose or whatever, I can't remember what he says. And then, like, the little kid copies it, and then it just goes into rocking. I know. I know, you guys are looking back and forth. What is this venue that has, like, so much space that we can have a wedding uh, rehearsal in one room, and the Jackson 5 are performing somewhere else? (laughs) Like, how big is this place? Well, I I thought for a second, like, oh my god, they got the Jackson 5 to play the rehearsal dinner? This is gonna be awesome! (laughs) But nope. We did not get that. <laughs> it was just in another room, apparently. Uh, I... But they are wearing... Uh, the little kid and his brother are wearing a lovely little purple suit with yeah, silver well, bladers. It's adorable. I just don't understand <laughs> it at all. Oh, Tammy, it's a kiss with history. I guess. I was just thinking, like, are is it just because this episode is so heavy with certain things they wanted to lighten the mood with... <laughs> A little kid Michael Jackson? Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so weird. Love it. I love um, it. Yeah, and so this is also, um, um, Sam ducks into a stall to spy on, um, um, uh, Bobby and his dad, not Ernie Sabella. I, d- um, I, th- I thought to myself, I bet, like, like, um, Brad's gonna mention this guy kind of reminds him of Ernie Sabella. Yeah, he's, he, like, it's really, it's like, when you can't get Ernie Sabella, this is the guy you get. <laughs> but we know it's not Ernie Sabella, because Ernie Sabella turns up in a later episode. Yes, he does! And I can't wait, um, my favorite episode. Um, yeah, so we find out, um, he's, he's gonna, um, make his son, like, a, a partner, or, I, he's gonna 
hire him? Like, why is this such a like? Why hasn't he done it already? I don't understand. Mm. Um, well, he's also, he's also him making him his son a partner at seventeen. No, yeah. he's not seventeen. No, no, they, yeah, these no, kids, they're twenty something. Yeah, they're twenty something. Yeah, it's Cameron that's seventeen. Okay. Yeah, but but like, why? So what has like he been doing like up until this point? Like is he working there or is he just I don't I don't understand. I don't understand how car dealerships work in 1961. <laughs> Second hand car dealerships as well. Yeah. yeah. He's just Take, been racing money. for pinks. Yeah. But he basically um then he also says uh, um but you're not really going to do this peace car bullshit and, and uh Bobby's like fuck no. <laughs> fuck those poor people. <laughs> just in case we didn't like him any any uh any more. That'll that'll put the seal the deal. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Stephen King bully. <laughs> uh yeah, so then uh, Sam comes out of the bathroom cuz he's heard the whole thing and Al is behind him spreading gossip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't usually spread. Uh, oh no! Oh, oh. Let's go back gossip. a little bit. I, I was with Sam listening in the cubicle, just shouting at, at Oh yeah, God, because yeah, they can't hear him. You know why you shouldn't be spreading men's room gossip? Because there shouldn't be any. Because you shouldn't be talking in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Well, unless you're Sam and you, you know, it's the only place to talk to Al. Nope, not allowed. Find another place. <laughs> Go to the roof. <laughs> Everyone's free to talk on roofs. Yeah, like, I learned that from watching The Room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so then, yeah, it's, uh, Sam comes out and just... I guess he pull, he must have pulled Cheryl aside and told her, because then Cheryl just walks up and starts confronting uh, Bobby in front of everybody. Yeah. And Bobby's a regular old weasel. Oh. <laughs> It's so, like, it's so awful because, like, the whole idea is that he just has to get her to marry because then he owns her and, like, she has to do whatever he says, basically. Is yeah. basically how this is laid out. Yes. Yeah. Like, she's, he has to keep lying to her long enough to get married. Oh, which is get so married bizarre. to her baby in her. That's all yeah, she's good for. Her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the father says in the bathroom, he's like, uh, hey, your mom wanted to go to college, but then I got her knocked up and took care of that problem. God. Ooh, so horrible. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, they're so, having this argument. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, Bobby is just lying through his teeth, and he he gets mad, obviously, at Sam for telling Cheryl everything that's happened. But he's lying about it and tells Sam that he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's obviously not what he heard, I guess. Mm. And this is when Al starts piping in, "Hey, yeah. race him for pinks." <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, wh- why? <laughs> like, this is. Did anyone this... not know what that means other than me? Oh, it's like, what? No, oh, no, I knew what it meant, Grace but only because meats. of watching Greece. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's why. That's why I know what it means. <laughs> Although, when I was a kid, when they were like, oh, we're racing for pinks, I thought they meant as in they're racing for the pink ladies. Oh. Which is like the other gang, girl gang. I never like I. It was it was a few years after I first seen Greece, like as a kid, that I realized, oh, like pink papers, and put it together, like yeah, you know, the past. I was done. Um, this is um, another example of an ongoing um, theme of Al you know, coming up with an idea off the top of his head and Sam immediately going with it. It Like, the logic of it is so insane. <laughs> like, it's like, we like, all right, uh, we're finishing this act. We, we got to get to that last act of the episode. Uh, how are we going to get them to race? Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I don't know. <laughs> I think from Sam's point of view, he must think that Al's... He has to go along with it, because he must think that Al's got some kind of 
you know, information that Sam yeah. isn't privy to because he's obviously got Ziggy <laughs> and stuff. But um, nope, <laughs> I think it's just Al just wants them to race. Yeah, just, uh, his explanation uh, is just that, hey, I know this kind of guy. Um, he's got to be in control. If if you raise him and you win, he'll lose control, and then Cheryl will see that he's out of control, and uh, he's already like atta- he's already like bruising her. He he yeah. gets drunk and hurts her, and he's lying to her about their future. Um, but somehow they've deduced that getting him angry about a car race <laughs> will be enough to change things. Which I don't think it what actually saying, would have if he didn't, like, fly off the handle and almost try and kill Sam. I yeah. think yeah, that's I don't think it would really have. what pushed her over the edge. I don't yeah, think it was like, that he lost the race. <laughs> Therefore, Al's plan is to get this guy <laughs> mad enough to try to kill Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe he thinks that's what's going to uh, bring him back to the present. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's like, so it doesn't matter if Cameron dies. <laughs> Which, again, is all predicated on him winning the race. Yep. <laughs> but Al, Al already is like, oh, nitrous oxide, so he's kind of, yeah. you know, it's not like, oh, now we need to race, how am I going to win? And they have to figure it well, out. But they don't even and, ex- then, and then they do a racing montage. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even explain how they got a can of nitrous oxide yeah. in no. the early 60s. I reckon they went and burgled a, a dentist's office. <laughs> or they went to Frank Booth's house and stole it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I mean, Al's, Al's got the connections. So. It really does. I didn't even think about that. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, what, but once they started talking about the nitrous oxide and the um, and racing, I was like, oh, hey, this is the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, nice. all you got to do, Sam, is Tokyo Drift and you'll win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, yeah, and if, if they they put it too high or too long or something, then things blow up. And then, and then uh, Al said it, and I was like, see, see, I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, um, you might travel through time. Um. <laughs> yeah, if you reach eighty-eight miles an hour. Um, I'm just saying that fir- that first Fast and the Furious. I don't exactly know what the hell's happening when they press that nudges outside. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I know things mostly get swirly and uh, time slows down and uh, I don't know. We sat there pretty much in amazement watching this oh, movie. Guys, it's a, it's, a, it's a real treasure. It's a real pre-9-11 treasure. Yes. Also, if you want to see a little teenser uh, baby Vin Diesel. <laughs> baby group. Oh, oh, I, I saw someone's review of uh, Saving Private Ryan the other day and Vin Diesel said Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. He's, um, I can't remember his name in it, the character, but he's the one who tries, he's a, you know, he's got good intentions, but he's a bit of an idiot because he tries to save the uh, woman, I think, and then he, you know, endangers the rest of his his team. Are they called a team in the army? I don't know. Having baby things, it's... <laughs> um, and... Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and race, and they fix the car up. Uh, Jill helps, and there's a whole scene where they're working with the laughing gas, and they both are That's talking so cute. about you know how this could kill them, and uh, they're laughing about it. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, it's like oh, well, are they sure they got a kind of nitrous oxide and not um helium? helium? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because didn't her voice all of a yes. sudden? Yeah, both of them too? did. <laughs> 
gosh. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's bizarre. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they uh, turn in their pinks. Yeah, they're at the race. They turn in their pinks and... Uh, What's his face? Bobby wants Cheryl in the car with him, which is just yeah. weird. weird. I also love that Bo- we always see Bobby drinking out of this little teenser baby flask. Yeah. <laughs> Get a man it's flask. Like, flask. There's like maybe half a shot in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they start racing and uh, Al, of course, is <laughs> is with Sam racing and uh, tells him when to actually hit the button to make the car go um, faster. I think we need to go back to last week and um, theorize that Al is definitely sitting on a cart that she's pushing. <laughs> yeah. Around like a uh, no, yeah. Well, they've, they've also hooked that cart up with some nitrous as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gushy, um, take, take the nitrous now. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm doing it. Okay, oh, my voice is fine. Higher. <laughs> oh, no. We're Tokyo Drifting. I'm Tokyo Drifting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they're, they, of course, win the race. And he gets out of the car, and they win the race by a lot because ah. it takes forever for Bobby to get up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, enough um, where Sam can get out of the car and kind of stand there for a moment, and then uh, what's his face almost hits him with the car. Bobby almost hits him. Also, it can seems we... like they somehow it, the the race seems to be a straight line. Yes, somehow everyone else ends up from point A to point B. Yeah. Like, how did they get there? It has to be a circle, or there's no way everyone else could be at the end of the race. They both no. also got nitrous oxide. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason Priestley is wearing the worst shirt. Um, it's so terrible. Oh, this weird... Can we talk about the girl that's in the background, though, wearing the yellow, orange, red, and white top? I was like, I like that top. <laughs> I was distracted by her top. I was like, I like it. It's very, very 60s. Cheryl has like quite a cute outfit. She's got like just blue jeans and a white top and white flowers in her hair. But her hair is like the size yeah. of the moon, so it I does, just can't deal with it. It does get bigger through the episode, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Jason she puts more hairspray in it. The more it's like yeah. a pink and black striped shirt, sleeveless but collared shirt. I don't know what's happening. It's too many shirts in one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like super eighties as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But they were not impressed by Bobby trying to run Cam over. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's a real after-school special moment. Yeah, like, not cool, man. Not cool. Huh? Okay. <laughs> what? So, after, after the build-up from my sister in terms of it being the moment where uh, Scott Bakula looks the sexiest in her <laughs> in a quote, what did you guys think of the moment where he slid across the, the car hood it's and amazing. punched Bobby? It's amazing. It's good. It was amazing. Yeah, it's a good it was answer. great. I mean, even Josie was like, whoa. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I first saw this episode after I'd seen other episodes. Uh, so it's, oh, it's from this episode, was my initial reaction back in the 90s. Yeah, because this clip's like everywhere in the credits, like for the rest of the show, I think. Yeah. 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 It's great. And I really thought Bobby was going to like hit Cheryl as well. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was too close. That was too close. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. So she. Sam, she Sam's like, them. no, don't ever touch my sister again, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I was uh, like, you know, that's I'm sure better than therapy for Sam is to actually just relive a whole other person's yeah. life, uh, <laughs> and be able to save yep. the sister. 
Uh, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, super uncool move uh, by Bobby. That was uncool, bro. There's <laughs> his pencil. Yeah. Pencil's out of here. I'm no, he, he to, I'm off to be the next Eric Roberts. <laughs> I think he actually says, so not cool. <laughs> it's like, I agree, it is definitely super not cool to try to murder someone with a car. But let's not forget, um, Jason Priestley and these dudes stripped a dude naked and threw him in exactly. a fucking fast food dumpster. Like, yeah, but you gotta draw real. the line somewhere. <laughs> and I and I think vehicular homicide is where you draw the line. <laughs> I agree, unless, but it's not it's a it's a thin line. Unless Pencil was more concerned about him destroying a cool car. Mmm, there you go. Mm, <laughs> That's <sure>. it. <laughs> not cool, you ruined your car on purpose. Not cool. <laughs> not c- pencil says not cool. <laughs> pencil out. Pencil. Pencil out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, pen- oh that, now I'm thinking about pencil joining forces with shades. <laughs> shades, shades from pencil Luke Cage. Shades. <laughs> pencil and shades. <laughs> Adventures for life. Oh, would it be like Check and Spender from the X Files? It's not going to be as good as Check and. Sorry, just not. Uh, it would be a good cross. <laughs> it would be a special crossover um, episode. Nice. They team up. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, then then we f- we get to see his sister off to the Peace Corps, right? Well, okay. Her scarf in her hair is it's like she's put a, a bed sheet on her hair because her hair is that big that's the size of hair scar she needs to cover this hair it's yeah. insane it's i can't like, with this hair it's so big and it's just sitting on the top of it yes it's like it's her not hair is not moving her hair is 99 percent no. hairspray oh yeah i can't and what oh. about his shirt oh i didn't notice his shirt i was too enamored oh. with her hairspray hair <laughs> His shirt is something I don't understand. <laughs> it is this weird, like, pattern going down the front, and it's... Oh, I, I do know the oh, one you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that almost seems like a very 80s pattern. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It is strange. <laughs> yeah, very, very weird. Um, but yes. But not to worry, we get Al in a brilliant blue shirt soon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, so, yes, we do. Uh, we find out that he's got a present waiting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's a crazy looking Jill. <laughs> oh, well, don't we first of all have when he talks to... When does he talk to Al? Oh, yeah, he talks to Al before. Uh, yeah, when okay. Al's yeah. singing. Al's singing. Uh, Al, yeah, Al's uh, Al don't sing. this uh, shoeshine guy who gives Sam the, the look of... That guy's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I like this moment because I feel like there's a bit in this which was improvised between Dean Stockwell and Scott Bakula because it's where Al goes, hi, Sammy boy. And like Sam Sam replies, hi, hello, Ali boy. And it just feels <laughs> like it was completely improvised by the two of them. And I was like, aw, because it's like uh, they're buddies in real life. Aw. My, my favourite outfit is Al's blue shirt here. It's just his blue shirt with this. What um, is around his neck? What is yeah. on his neck? It's like an old it steampunky looks... pin. Yeah, he disassembled a clock radio and just affixed a part of it to his neck. <laughs> it really is, though. It really is. It, yeah. It, it, it's it, it's a metal bow tie. <laughs> it looks like it's like a, some... I don't know. It looks like... I, it looks like a, like a speaker or something. Like, I don't understand. 
Because he does, this is not the first time that he's done this. Instead of wearing a tie of any sort, he just wears some piece of metal on his neck. And I... Yeah, you, like you remember in ni- you remember in the mid '90s when we were all wearing microchips <laughs> around our <laughs> yeah. oh my collar? I need a microchip right there. Brad photos, or it never happened. Uh, well, I mean, Lin- Linda Tripp really, <laughs> she really uh, did the best. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. It's, it's just so weird, that outfit. Yeah. It's not bad um, or good, it's just bizarre. Also, Al informs us he picked up a new car. <laughs> yep. Well, no, he says, he, I'll pick this up at the weekend. And, <laughs> you know, inform Sam that he picked uh, the car and he... Uh, and the lady. Yeah. She uh, offered to wax my hood. Hmm. Ugh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Not okay. I like that Sam just goes, well, <laughs> she looks like she does good work. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, really, with someone like Al, what more can you say? Because he talks about a different woman every week. Yep. And, uh, and we learn that Cheryl ended up, uh, she's still in the Peace Corps to this day, and she's got a husband there in Africa, and... Again, that didn't necessarily have to do that. Didn't necessarily have to say she's got a husband. Nope. But I guess, you know, since since, uh, Sam and Al took down this wedding, they wanted to make sure (laughs) eventually. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, they weren't sure why... Well, Sam wasn't sure why he hadn't left yet, but then, yeah, then Jill is there. That she's the reason. And she Ooh. says that, that she has fake eyelashes on, but I'm like, those are like the tiniest little eyelashes no, ever. No, mascara. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, did they actually... It wasn't worth it. it. No, <laughs> it really was Sorry, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, the nicer, nicer thing Sam could have said here was he should have said you were beautiful before. Yeah. Uh, that would read so far better. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. Um, well, maybe Sam was just weirded out because he knew he was going to have to kiss a 16 year old. I don't know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> maybe. Should have been. I was. I was really yeah. thinking, like, when he leaned in to kiss her, that's when they were going to leap. But nope, they get a couple smooches in before he leaves. Yeah, they do. It's like she like he kisses her and immediately she's like, yeah, more, more, yeah. give me your smoochy love. <laughs> I mean, so I know yeah, she, it, if they do forget um, everything, um, the leapers, uh, sorry, the leapies, um, then uh, what's his name? He leaps back in. He's oh, gonna yeah. think he had a head concussion during a race because. You know, one minute he was racing his car, the next minute he's kissing Jill. And Jill's all dressed yep. up. It's not the same Jill he remembers. Yeah. His sister's gone off to join the Peace Corps. Yep. And the, you know, the guy he admired. Um, yeah. You know, because he didn't know he was an asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his world is turned upside down. <laughs> Maybe for the, you know, the better, but still, he's not going to yeah. know what happened. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Sam leaps into somebody who it looks like he shot somebody. Uh-oh. Ooh. Scandal. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I remember this episode. I do. I, I, I should have guessed it on this next week's episode because it's, it's got a special guest star from Babylon 5 in it. Oh. Oh. Well, I wouldn't know. Send I don't remember back. anything about this next one. Yeah. You don't remember anything? I do not. Mm. 
Well, you're going to have to wait and see then, Brad, aren't you? That was the episode Kamikaze Kid. So, uh, yeah. best dress, worst dress. Worst dress, green gold. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't oh. want to go for the wedding dress? Oh, it's oh, yeah. so pretty terrible. It's either the green gold or the wedding dress or the dad. Yeah. Oh, uh, for me, it's Jason dress, Priestley's that... black sleeveless shirt with the pink stripes that go up to... Is it worse than that wedding dress, Matt, that's made out well, because of 23 it's wedding dresses stitched together? Ugh. I'd rather people have more clothes than fewer clothes. I wish that wedding dress was sleeveless, then there'd be less lace in the world. Oh. I gotta go with the wedding dress. If I can't have the green gold turtleneck wedding dress, uh, Ian, what do you think? But I'm not no, happy it's about it, guys. The wedding dress. It really, definitely is a wedding dress. Yeah, because she was gonna wear that in public. Yeah. I mean, although I, I get you know where Matt's coming from too, because Jason Priestley did wear that in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I think from that perspective, look, Tammy, he's the next Eric Roberts. Be nice to him. So- <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because the dad, I don't think, was wearing that in public, so at least, you know, whatever. But, I mean, we had to see it. Cheryl did Ooh. wear it in public. She was out, yeah, out the front was, door in it. So all her neighbors were her in it. Oh. Yeah. And her mum was, was upset in. over it. <laughs> As she should yeah. have been. Mm-hmm. Her mother drove away from that dress. <laughs> 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 I can't even be in the same house as this dress. <laughs> the All correct right, reaction. So it's, a, it's a wedding dress. Uh, and the dresses from the 40s or maybe even the 30s, they, they had a bit of style about them. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't understand. Not judging the, by that dress. I, I didn't understand the time of that dress. Like, I'm mm. like, I don't. What time of it? Like, it really looks like it? a 70s dress. It really looks like a 70s dress, and it didn't make any sense. Oh, it just didn't make any sense. Um, all right, so uh, that's that's pretty much the end of that sentence because there's nothing more to say. Um, all right, so then best dress, I say Al's silver jacket, red top. Yeah, red, red sunglasses. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I, honorable honorable mention to Jason Priestley at, at the uh, wedding rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. Matt, well, I know you've got, got thoughts I, about Jason Priestley. <laughs> well, I, I did like the just the little outfit that the girl had at the drive-in because that she looked super cute. But yeah. I, I got I think it's a classic look: the plaid collared shirt over the white T-shirt that uh, Scott Bakula was. Yeah, I like most of the app. Well. Yeah, that would be my other my other choice. I I, I still like I the uh, br- uh, Alice so blue shirt with a cog tie, nice. but yeah, Al's other um, outfit I, I'll be happy for. Yeah. Especially the um, it's an artwork. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, Has I feel be. like if if at least Brad, Claire, and myself don't vote for <laughs> Al's outfit, <laughs> that's in our artwork. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> that's really the question. Yeah, <laughs> there is no purpose to our lives. <laughs> All right. Um, who won? Oh, now I've actually realised um, what? what the whole fashion uh, runway thing um, should actually be. It should it should be inspiration from. Quantumly, any outfit Al's done, you'll oh, take yeah. about outfit. Oh man, that would be a wonderful that would project. Be amazing. <laughs> yeah. An Al-centric project, oh, by the way. He's so good. Yeah. Um, all right, so who won and who lost in this episode? I uh, think Cheryl Michael won. Jackson won. Well, I think Michael Jackson won as well because we've learned that Sam Beckett is responsible for all of his dance moves. And again, would Michael Jackson have had a career without Dr. <laughs> Sam Beckett, just like Buddy Holly? <laughs> 
But would Michael Jackson's life have been better if he didn't have a career? Yeah. Well, yeah, true. Mm. That's true. Oh, I think uh, a lot of children's uh, lives might have been better. And I feel like at that age, Michael Jackson's life was really terrible. <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> he was not. Uh, okay, can he be, a, can he be an honourable mention for who won the episode then? Or who lost uh, and who won? He won I, he and be, lost. Yeah, I was going to say, he may be honourable mention for who lost, because <laughs> you know, thanks to Sam teaching him these dance moves, um, it led to the um, <laughs> horrific uh, um, uh, life as a, as a child performer that plagued yeah. him for the rest of his days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I think Cheryl definitely won. Yeah. I oh, she Cheryl definitely did. Well. Join yeah. the Peace Corps, she gets away from Bobby. She gets away Bobby! from Bobby! Bobby! Uh, who lost? Bobby's mom. She's trapped in a marriage where oh, idiot husband oh, beats her yeah. every day. God. And she's got an idiot son as well, so... Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor Bobby's mom. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Did she even, did she even have any lines? <laughs> I don't even remember. She, she, I, I think she yeah, did. she yelled at Bobby's dad for not making it to the rehearsal. But that, that oh. was it. He probably beat her in the back, and that's why she didn't have any more lines. Oh, <laughs> was... No. <laughs> Maybe she got to keep the color TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I hope Cameron got the color TV. <laughs> yeah, either way, it's already Cheryl's, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cheryl's, so. Uh, she would have given it to Cameron. Yeah. That's so sad. Bobby's mom just makes me so depressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bobby's mom definitely loses. Well, hey, hey, um, not Ernie Sabella's not going to live forever. That dude will be dead <laughs> in like five years. Oh, do you reckon like Bobby's mom like kills him? Oh, wow. She takes him out. Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea as well. She just has enough, takes him out. <laughs> wow. And gets hooks away up with, with it. like Hooks up with Jason Priestley. <laughs> oh, <laughs> scandal. Um, I'm framed to some for it. Yeah. Uh, Why not? I don't know, but those two characters uh, remind me now of the uh, latest uh, crime to remember with the Walburga ostrich story where she has... Oh, uh, I've heard of that story, yeah. Yeah, oh, Dolly, where she has the the lover in the attic (laughs) for years. It's so good. Yikes. It's the best. (laughs) And they kill her husband. It's just... There's also um, when uh, my favorite murder when those two ladies are on the dollop they do that story as well. Um, the dude from the dollop does so. Anyway, wonderful story. It's amazing because she has a hider in the house without her husband knowing for like seven or eight years. It's ridiculous. But not a scary Gary Busey hider in the house. Ah, uh, the dude's auto is pretty scary. Like if you look at the pictures, he's. I mean, he lived in an attic. <laughs> oh, I remember hearing that story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, oh. Crime to Remember just did it, and it is uh, beautiful. And um, Karen from My Favorite Murder is actually on the episode as well. So it's, it's like the one investigation discovery show I watch now. I love it so much. <laughs> um, all right, time for feedback. All right, so we got a couple here. Sweet. One's from Dr. Sam Beckett from The Boss. <laughs> Hello, uh, Calavici Fashion Cast. Um, all right, so... One of my first notes is, Jesus Christ, Sam's going to fuck a teenager this episode. Um, (laughs) What in the world? This episode is disturbing. Okay. Number one, uh, Al has many issues this episode. He is victim blaming. (laughs) First of all, he's peeping on Cheryl. What? (laughs) Uh, He's watching her get dressed. Jesus said, somebody arrest Al immediately. Immediately. (laughs) And not only is he doing that, he then... 
I just can't get why these broads stay with these guys who beat them. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, and then Sam, to leap, has to make out with a teenager. Yes. He's making out with a teenager. Yep. He's a 40-something-year-old man with gray hair. <laughs> this is wrong. This is all wrong. This epi- everything about this episode is wrong. <laughs> There's nothing that I... <sighs> Sam and Al should both be in jail. <laughs> uh, somebody needs to break into Quantum Leap headquarters and just stop these two menaces. Uh, the, the, they're dangerous people. <laughs> they need to be stopped. They are... He's dancing with Michael Jackson in the bathroom. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I, I don't... I, just He's talking in the bathroom? Somebody needs to stop these two people. Maybe a cop we know. I don't know. He had one on last week. Maybe he should be arresting them. Or maybe they should be tackled by bushes as they leap into their next adventure. Jesus. Oh, I just, I, I can't condone this behavior. All right. Uh, that, I, that's all I have. I, I have nothing on the fashions because the uh, disgusting behavior of these two people. I, I just, I, I couldn't even think about the fashions. All right. Oh, but Jason Priestley was on, and I'm a big Nintendo fan, and I also enjoyed his work in Sister Kate, so there was that. All right, well, that, that's all I got. Goodbye. Thanks, Michael. I want to see oh. the lawsuit. I get when, like, so amused these... when Michael gets annoyed. <laughs> I want to see the lawsuit when these like um 80 year old women from 1995 are like uh, um uh, filing uh, lawsuits against uh, Al Calavici for spying on them in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you got another voicemail here. All right, what did you think? I thought it was a pretty good episode. Compared to? Other episodes. Of what show? (laughs) Other shows. What did you think of what they were wearing? Al looked like a a baked potato. What? (laughs) Al looked like a baked potato. How do you figure? That shiny coat in the beginning and those ruby glasses. Those look like something Cyclops would wear. Cyclops. Oh, what else? Abuse. Abuse? Abuse. (laughs) Of who? The lady. Well, the man onto the lady, and... And they solved it by... Race. A drag race. A a race for pinks. Because, you know, just like in the movie Grease, everything in the 50s and early 60s gets solved with a drag race. Yes. Yeah. Don't say no for the police. Why don't you have a drag race? So it's a good thing Dad doesn't leap back and forth in time because I just know way too many ways to get rid of a body and dispose of the evidence because what's his name probably wouldn't have seen the light of day after I found out he was abusing my sister. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you rate the episode? 9 out of 10 nitrous oxide canister canisters. Nitrous oxide canister. Do you still don't know who that character was from that 90s TV show that was one of his gang, one of the Impalas? No. It was Luke Perry. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. I don't pay attention to the actors. I just call them about what, the names that I remember them as. Like, Say goodbye, son. Goodbye, son. I know it wasn't Luke Perry. <laughs> 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 oh, what a trick you. you are, John. Thank you, John. I'm whew, For a moment there, I was concerned. <laughs> I thought it was Gabriel Carteris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the feedback, guys. We appreciate it. And thank you, uh, Matt and Ian, for joining us on this uh, fun episode of Quantum Leap. Although (laughs) Uh Michael David was very, very upset with it. Um, I'm sorry, Michael, I love you, but your getting upset amuses me so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny, for sure. (laughs) Um, Ian, where can we find you on the internet? Yeah, well, I'm finishing up down below the Bubble of Pie podcast. We're just about to do one of the movies and move on to the last couple of episodes. So that's nearly over and done with now. It's crazy. yeah, I'm still doing uh, Web of Queer, which is a Doctor Who fan podcast hosted by people of all queer persuasions. Ooh. Yeah, I'm still doing both of them, <laughs> and I'm still enjoying it's doing them. Other queer here, I'm like, woo! Hey. <laughs> in the back of the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we just put out our review of the latest Christmas episode. You know. Some of our reviews are that positive because we do actually find problems with them. Where you know they're not all brilliant. Problems yeah, with course. Doctor Who written by Stephen Moffat? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was sarcasm business. <laughs> um, well thank you, Ian. I'm Matt, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, yesterday I recorded two podcasts. First, I recorded Spartacast with Will, which is about the nice. television series Spartacus. And then nice. Matt Humphrey and I did our video games podcast, Matt is Wrong About Games, where we talked about the Nintendo Switch and how we don't like Nintendo. And I also <laughs> do Hooplecast, which is a Deadwood podcast. But since we're finished with Deadwood, we're, we're doing bonus stuff. First of all, Claire and I did a po- uh, commentary for the <laughs> seminal <laughs> film Dreamcatcher. So make sure you listen Brad to that commentary Tammy track. Are very, very familiar with Dreamcatcher. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> so that was a blast. We're, we're planning on doing all the Oliphant films. No, we're, we're going to do, was it Perfect Getaway? For, yeah, uh, we need to do a Perfect Getaway. No, yeah, Forget July away, yeah. 4th, and uh, yeah. then The Crazies for Halloween. We'll do a couple more Timothy Oliphant themed commentary tracks and we're covering hbo dramas chronologically so we've already discussed uh philip marlowe maximum security tales from the crypt and life stories families in crisis and the next two that we're going to talk about at the end of the month david lynch's hotel room and perversions of science nice. which you've never heard of and that's okay yeah you're right because i hadn't either until <laughs> i started this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Cool, cool. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, anything else for this episode of Quantum Leap? Um, I'm trying to oh, think of the music in this episode. It's like, why do fools fall? Oh, yeah. There, there's a lot of fun music in this episode. A lot of yeah. fun, like... Uh, oh, no, it's Why Must I Be a Teenager in Love. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like that song. Yep. just want to go get a malted. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I've got cherry coke right here. I'm fitting in with the I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm, I'm racing a, a, a car. Right Whoa. now. Are you Tokyo uh, drifting? I'm racing a though? car and, and punching a man. <laughs> Don't Tokyo drift, Claire. It's not safe. <laughs> Alright, bye guys. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com and send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast and you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. 
you can find me on the Ramjack podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. Why, this car is automatic. It's systematic. It's hydromatic. Why, it's a greased lightning. Greased lightning. It's a four-hand lifter, it's a four-barrel car, so yeah.